0: Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Stoop Life Podcast. My name is Bob and I am your host. And I'm glad to have you here. If today is your first time here, welcome. Glad that you found the podcast, and then we know you must love sports. Now, guys, if you are just joining into the podcast or if you're, you know, an avid listener, make sure you guys follow us on all social media platforms. We are extremely big on our Facebook group. So if you guys are on a Facebook Go search for the Facebook group, The Stoop Life. Everything sports and fantasy football, you'll find us on there. But if you want to get to us easier, go to Instagram. If you have an Instagram, follow us on Instagram, at Stoop Life Sports. All one word again, at Stoop Life Sports. Follow us on there. Click the link in the bio. It'll take you directly to our Facebook page. You can join it. You can see all the content in there. In the Facebook group, we got avid discussions going on. We got debates going on. We got everything going on. It's NFL season right now, so we're very, very highly interactive, especially on the NFL. But we also love to do MMA, MLB playoffs coming up, a little bit of hockey, some college football, you name it. We do everything. So check us out on all those. If you guys just want to see uh, updates, sports news. That's for the Instagram. We do updates on there. We do that. So follow us on all of them and interact. Now, since it is football season, it is week three. Well, week three just ended. So we got to do our little bit of thing called overreaction Monday. But we're going to switch it up. We're actually going to do a little bit of overreaction and reactions because – it is Tuesday out here right now when I'm doing it. I did not do the podcast yesterday because I am from Philadelphia and Philadelphia Eagles played yesterday. So I was a little busy, didn't have a lot of time. And I actually wanted to wait till the Philadelphia Eagles game ended to do my podcast for my breakdown for the week because I have to talk a little bit about the Eagles. So, first, we're going to start talking about the Eagles. Eagles are 3 0. I love it. I love to see a Philadelphia team 3 0, especially when we're not really looking that good. In certain areas of the football field. Mainly the passing game. If you guys are watching the game right now. Listen, I love and hate Philadelphia fans. But like, y'all get on my fucking nerves. You really do. I've never seen a team so dissatisfied of being 3-0 than the Philadelphia Eagles. Now listen, I get. We got to improve. Because we got a lot of big dogs coming up later in the year. We play the Bills. We play the Dolphins. We play the, the Chiefs. We play the Niners. Play a couple other really good teams. And we're not, we're not hitting on all, all cylinders right now. But we're 3-0. We got a new offensive coordinator. The passing game does not look that good. My thing is this, guys. My reaction is that they will fix it. So stop over-fucking-reacting on the pass game because we're going to fix it. Our offensive line is so damn good that we're going to be able to run on any team. The problem with the pass game is this. The play calling is terrible, and when they do these certain certain routes, Jalen Hurts is not in sync with the wide receivers, but we're still 3-0. In the NFL, when you are not in sync like the Eagles are, you're usually 0-3, not 3-0. It don't matter who you fucking play because we're going to talk about the Cowboys who just lost to the Cardinals. It does not matter who you play in the NFL. If you do not do things good, and you turn the ball over like we did, even though we got turnovers, you usually lose the game. We're 3-0. So that's a very positive sign on my aspect that we're 3-0, given the fact that we haven't even played close to our best games yet. My thing is this. I want to talk to Brian Johnson right now. I know you're not listening, but I want to talk to you real quick. What the fuck are you calling in the red zone? My overreaction is if this motherfucker keeps calling these these fade routes in that red zone instead of running the ball, the Eagles are not going to beat a good team. And that I understand, the reaction from the Philadelphia Eagles fan base. Your first half play calling is horrible. Stop running a 20 to 30 play script and just let the motherfuckers play. Just let them play. Do the same shit they were doing last year. Where's the RPO game? You ain't calling no RPO games because you ain't starting the run until the second, course, second fucking half. Why, why are you not doing these drag routes with Smith and Brown and Goddard like last year? You're trying to do these fade-outs. And then the red zone, when you get there by running, you want to throw the ball to the corner of the end zone. You want to throw the ball across the middle. I, I don't understand the play call Switch to play Colin, and, and you would have ran through these teams. But I think they'll adjust. I think they're better. Now we got to talk about the Cowboys because, like I just said, the NFL, you got to play every single week. And it, it, if you don't show up one game and you're looking a week ahead or you're looking over a team that you're playing that current week, it ain't going to work right. You know, there's a lot, of, a lot of factors that go into an NFL game, and if you're not clicking on all of them, it's going to be a lot harder for you to win. Dallas Cowboys come into this week, everybody's thinking, wow, they might be the best team in the NFL. They very well may have been. They may still be. They lose Trayvon Diggs, and then all of a sudden, they can't stop the run. Cardinals ran all over them. They had five carries in the game that went over 20 yards. They haven't allowed a single one all year yet, but they allowed five in one game to the atrocious Arizona Cardinals offense. My overreaction is that the Cowboys are going to be just fine. My overreaction is this. The Arizona Cardinals will not get the first pick in the NFL draft. They might get number two because the Chicago Bears are that fucking bad. The Chicago Bears are in turmoil. We're talking about the, the Cowboys losing the Cardinals. It's fine. They're going to be fine. That's one game. Bears have had this for three games. And, and, and they don't look like they're going to switch it up any further. You got got the Cowboys losing, and then you got uh, Justin Fields out here saying, yo, I'm just going to play my game. I'm going to play my game. Then he has 99 yards passing and, what, 40 yards rushing, and he got his ass blown out. Woo! Pause. He got absolutely crushed. But back to the Dallas Cowboys. Does anybody really care about the Bears? The Bears are the only team in the NFL that haven't won since Elon Musk took over Twitter. And that was almost a year and a half ago. This team, almost, almost a year ago, sorry. That's how bad the Chicago Bears are. That organization needs to, to, to sell and go to Mexico. We're talking about franchises that need to be built. Bears, get out of the city, get out of the slums, get out of the, 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 the hood. Just go somewhere else. Because you need a new field. You need new owners and management. You need a new team. Just, just go. But anyway, the Cowboys. Cowboys will be just fine. I, I, as an Eagles fan, I love to see the Cowboys lose to the Cardinals because it's like all this time, even the Giants fans, like, oh, y'all, y'all beat the Cardinals, whatever, they stink. You beat this team. But now, now the Cowboys lost to them and they're like, oh, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Listen, it's the NFL. Any team can win on any day, especially when the script calls for it. (laughs) Dak Prescott did what Dak Prescott does, though. And I'm not a big fan of Stephen A. Smith, but seeing Stephen A. Smith online saying, I told you. When the time comes down to it and Dak Prescott has to make a play to win the game, what does he do? He panics and he turns the ball over. That will not change. But the big overreaction, like I said here, is that the Arizona Cardinals are not going to get the number one pick. You know what would actually be great? If the Cardinals go 1-16 and their only win was against the Cowgirls. How great would that be? Every, you, know, you know, every single team in the NFL, their fan base hates the fucking Cowboys. There's not another team in the NFL that every single team hates. Except the Cowboys. So to see them lose to the Cardinals was phenomenal. But I don't think that really affects the rest of their season. I think they'll be just fine. Unfortunately, hopefully if they play like that, they play like that against everyone. But Micah Parsons is still the favorite for the defensive MVP. So we'll see. Now let's get down to the real fun stuff. How about that 70-burger the Dolphins put up? on the Denver Broncos. Now, I did not realize how many storylines were actually in this game based upon the coaches and Tua and the Dolphins and the coaches. Uh, Mike McDaniel was a ball boy for Denver Broncos, and he put up 70 points on them. Sean Payton said that he would have benched Tua because he was not a good quarterback to run a team or win games. In favor of Teddy Two Glove Bridgewater. He put up 70 on him. (laughs) How great is that? Russell Wilson, on the other hand, was one of the only active quarterbacks in the NFL that had a 50 point game, win or lose. And now he he won that game. He won 58 to nothing back when he played for Seattle. And now he's on the opposite end of it, losing by 50 with Denver. 70. Points, guys. They torched him. Ten total touchdowns. The rookie. Now, this is for all you fantasy football guys because I feel your pain. Achane, Akane, however you say his name, the running back. 233 total yards and four touchdowns. I cut him the week before. Everybody's probably like, wow, why would you cut him? Listen, y'all, y'all don't need to act like you're fucking geniuses with players and fantasy football. This guy had eight car- eight snaps total, one carry total in the first two weeks. They're a running-based system that just plays off the of speed. The only reason he actually got in the game was because Salvin Ahmed got hurt. And then he showed the fuck off. Don't forget that Mostert, the other running back, also had four touchdowns. My overreaction is the fact that this shit will not happen again. I'm not saying he's not going to be a good player the rest of the year. But his stock will never, ever be as high as it is right now. Or even relatively close to it. For the rest of his entire career. The guy is like five foot eight. okay? I, you put him in most other offenses, he's not doing anything. But you got the speed from the Dolphins, he, he shows out. But my reaction is this. Two has the same exact numbers this year as he did last year through two games. Same exact yards. Same exact quarterback rating. Same touchdown differential at 8-2. Remember last year, two was MVP, number one, until he got hurt. Right now, do you think he's number one? You'd be correct. Two is the... Favorite to win the National League Football MVP at plus 350. How about that? I told you guys a couple of episodes ago that my man Tua promoted the movie Sound of Freedom, which is about the government's involvement in sex trafficking kids. And he promoted it while every single other person was bashing it, saying it's fake, blah, blah, blah. If you guys don't know about it, go look up Sound of Freedom. Go look up the history of what it's about, and you'll see what I mean. Now, I I said this guy promoted that movie, and that God was going to look out after him. So far, he gave him the exact same fucking numbers as he had last year. Now, last year, at this point of the season, he got hurt, kept getting concussions. But this offseason, he started doing jujitsu. A lot of people want to say, yo, once you start doing jiu-jitsu, you turn into a beast. I mean, hey, we'll see. I don't think he's going to get hurt. I think he's going to stay this trajectory because I really do believe that God is looking after this guy. I think this is a, a great guy, a great football player, and a great team. I like him being the favorite for MVP. Now, how about the overreaction of them winning the Super Bowl? What do you guys think about that? Do you guys think they can win win the Super Bowl? I mean, currently to end of the season, they were what, eleventh? Twelfth? They didn't even really have they had them like a 50-50 playoff team. Now they're sixth overall to win the Super Bowl at plus one thousand. Their division rivals, the Bills are above them. They played this week. They're the dogs in this game at plus two and a half. We got the Miami Dolphins just putting up a 70-piece, and they are the dogs at the Buffalo Bills. You ain't telling me they're looking at that saying, yo, we're going to try and do the same exact fucking thing. I don't know if they're going to be able to, but my reaction is that they will do it. They're going to put up a 50-burger on the fucking Buffalo Bills because we got Mike Allsop behind the line, a.k.a. Josh Allen, is going to throw like three picks, and they're just going to run the ball all the fuck over them again. So let's go, Miami. I like them. But I want to talk a little bit about the Denver Broncos real quick. Are they tanking? Like, are they they tanking? Like, I, 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 I don't understand what is going on with the Denver Broncos. They look horrible. They don't even look like they're adjusting to any type of game plan. They just suck. Are they tanking? Or are they that bad? I'm going to let y'all decide that because I think the reaction to that is something we're going to keep an eye on. For right now, I just say that they're a bad football team right now. But that's something I'm going to look at going forward. Next, I want to talk about Miles motherfucking Garrett. Batman. How scary is this dude? Did you guys see what he did last week, this week? I've never in my life seen... An offense gets so discombobulated by a defensive player motioning. Yo, this guy was motioning back and forth on defense. People are following him. And literally Tannehill was like, yo, somebody blocked this dude. And then they got a false start because he didn't even know what the fuck to do. Cleveland is legit. A lot of y'all aren't even looking at him right now because Nick Chubb's gone. They got the best defense in the NFL by far right now. They have only allowed 15 first downs in the entire year. Think about that. That's it. Against Tennessee, they won 27-3. to Tennessee overall had 45 plays. That's it. 45 plays for 94 total yards. They got King Henry behind the back, and King Henry rushed 26 times. Sorry, he rushed 11 times for 20 yards as a team. They only rushed for 26 yards. Tannehill only passed for 104 yards. They only got six first downs the entire game. That's how bad they have made that offense because Miles Garrett had three and a half fucking sacks. And it wasn't just what he was doing with the sacks, it was like what I was saying, what he was doing at the line. He disrupted their offensive game plan so much by what he did, that their defense is so good right now, they're a top five team in the NFL, in my opinion. And they, it, it, if they allow Deshaun Watson to continue to do what he's doing and run the offense through him, he's going to get back into his form that he was in before his massages, and he's going to ball out. He balled out this week. He, had, he was 20, 27 for 33 with 289 yards, 123 quarterback rating. Do balled out. Do balled out. Cleveland Browns will make the playoffs, guys. They're going to be a tough team. Because when you get into the playoffs and you play defense like they do, good luck, man. Good luck. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Because they got Kareem Hunt back in the offense. It's not Nick Chubb. But they got versatile offense that both their backs can catch. And don't be shocked if they go out and trade for King Henry. Or if they go out and trade for Jonathan Taylor. Cleveland's a team to watch. I don't know if that's much of an overreaction, but I'm telling you, Cleveland is a team to watch. Now, Miles Garrett, Defensive Player of the Year, what do you all think? Right now, he's sitting at third at plus 380. Micah Parsons is the favorite. And then uh, TJ Watt is tied with Garrett at plus 380. Now, I have no no beef with that, but let me tell you something. If Miles Garrett continues to do what he's doing, he will get it because he's affecting the game a lot, not just by his numbers, but why, what he's doing pre-snap. So watch out for him. As for King Henry, I want to sit here and overreact and say, "Yo, he's done. He got this foot injury. He's done." But I'm not going to do that. It's King Henry. Usually, it's flip side. It's reverse. You can't run the ball on Tennessee, which they didn't. They only had like 49 yards rushing Cleveland. But you can't run the ball on Cleveland, guys. So for all you fancy football owners that have Derrick Henry, relax. Don't just sure sell, fire him and trade him because he might get traded himself to a better opportunity. So relax. If you can get something good for him that's better than Derrick Henry. Get it, because they are not going to be scoring a lot of points. But however, if they do score points, it's most likely going to be him. So relax on the Derrick Henry train. Now let's talk about my co-host team, the Green Bay Packers. Where are all you cheeseheads at right now? I thought y'all were dead fish. Watching that game, first half, I'm like, man. I'm like, man, they really can't move the ball. But I did say, they don't got their two best offensive players. They don't got A- A- Aaron Jones. They don't got Christian Watson. And then something happened in the second half. Number one, Derek Carr got hurt. But Rashawn Gary showed the fuck up. Rashawn Gary started playing like he was Miles Garrett. He started affecting the entire game, and he started bringing back momentum and energy to the entire Green Bay Packers team. And then that young blood, Jordan Love, showed the fuck up. Down by 17 points, came back and win. Green Bay Packers are scary. They're going to win the division. A couple weeks ago, it was an overreaction. I said, yo, Green Bay is going to win the division. And then they lost. And then everybody went back to reality. But everybody forgot, yo, it's week three. It's week three. Can they win the division? Maybe. Right now, they're second favorite to win the division at plus 145, number two to the Detroit Lions, or plus 100. Well, who plays on Thursday? Detroit coming to Green Bay. And who's the favorite? Detroit is. Detroit beat them four times in a row, but this is going to be Green Bay's chance to say, yo, Rogers ain't here. We got new blood. This is our conference. This is our house. And I really think that the Green Bay Packers are going to do that. Everybody was expecting Detroit to ball out this year. They look good right now. They look, they look solid. But I think Green Bay is surprising a lot of people. And I think they're going to keep that train rolling. I think Green Bay is going to win again this Thursday. They're going to go 3-1. and one. On path to winning the division. Because they get their guys back. If they would have had their guys in that game against the Saints, they would have killed them, in my opinion. They couldn't run the ball, and they couldn't get guys open. And what does Watson do and what does Jones do? They run the ball and they get the ball. Watch out for Green Bay. Let's, let's send out the Liberal Nation in California. Where are my, where my LA Chargers fans at? Y'all got y'all have trouble. I sat here last year and I gave you a quote unquote overreaction. It ain't no overreaction. You got the worst coach in the NFL in Brandon Staley. This guy just wants to get fired. What the fucks he doing? My guy is going for it on fourth down, which allowed Minnesota to get the ball back in their their territory to win the game. Luckily for for Brandon Staley, they didn't score the game because Kirk Cousins turned into the white Dak Prescott and threw an interception. But if he scores a touchdown in that in that final drive and Kansas, uh, Minnesota wins that game, Brandon Staley ain't, ain't coming home. He ain't, he ain't got a job. If there's anybody that's more on a hot seat than this guy, I'd like to know. He's terrible. The Chargers should have won that game. Easily, but his coaching and playmaking is absolutely horrendous. He's going to be in trouble, and if he continues to call those plays like he's doing, he's done. He's done. And Minnesota, on the flip side, man, zero and three. Whoo, zero and three. You got the leader in passing, the leader in receiving. And you got a top three guy in sacks and you're 0-3? What the fuck is going on in Minnesota? Kirk Cousins gonna get traded soon? I mean, I think he's gone. I think he might end up on the Jets. Uh or, or or somebody else. I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh I don't know. Jets. I'll just say Jets, Raiders, maybe. Cause uh <laughs> how about them Raiders? Keep it in California. you Vegas now. But Raiders, y'all suck already got Devontae Adams out there saying, I don't want to be a rebuilding team. I don't want to waste season. Well, what did you expect when you went out there, Devontae? You thought your buddy, Derek Carr, was going to take you to the promised land and make you a playoff team like you've always been with Aaron Rodgers? What? You're a fucking idiot. But anyway, he can get traded. Because Jimmy Garoppolo leads the league in picks. But, hey, doesn't show he was a system quarterback, right? Look at Mr. Brock Purdy. How about them Niners? Jimmy Garoppolo shows you that all you need to do in San Francisco is not do anything as a quarterback. Literally, Brock Purdy looks so good right now because they have so much fucking talent on that team, guys. I'm not going to say anything bad about San Francisco, though, because I think they are a phenomenal team. I think they're well-rounded. They got a lot of money. They're going to spend money. Brock Pur- Purdy's going to be exposed sooner or later. Jimmy G just did this year. But we'll see. We'll see. Now, now let's talk about a couple other things real quick here. A couple other things we got. Baltimore Ravens. What the fuck are you guys doing? I sat here last week and I said, yo, Baltimore's going to be a Super Bowl contender. After this game, like, I, I, don't, I don't see how you're going to be a Super Bowl contender. Horrible. On both ends of the ball. You let Gardner Minshew beat you at home? Rock, what's up, bro? I know you're listening, Rock. Ravens fan. Mr. Rocky. What's up? E-Rock. What's up? Man. Every every time I get hope, I say, yo, the Ravens are actually going to be good. Because I want to see them do good. They're close to Philly. I want to see Lamar win. Y'all pull this clunker. Damn. But you know what? I will say this, guys. Last year, they started off phenomenal. They were dominating what happened. Lamar got hurt. They faded. So maybe, maybe they're trying to do the opposite. Maybe they're trying to say, yo, we're going we're gonna to wait. We're going to wait till we get our momentum going. So we can have a good year later in the year. I don't know. I don't know what to say. But Indy. Not bad. Not bad. Jets. Woo! Jets are bad. Jets are bad. Patriots, you're also bad. But maybe trade for Devontae Adams to get somebody on your offense, so you might look a little bit better. Because you guys are both basically the same team. You got great defenses with shitty quarterbacks, and uh, I don't know what to tell you. I think Mac Jones, if he actually had a guy that he could throw to, he might produce some numbers. So maybe maybe make call to Vegas, get Devontae. Jets, maybe it called Kirk Cousins. Instead of Trevor fucking Simeon. Come on. Dumb. Oh, man. Other than that, I want to talk a little bit about uh, fantasy football right now. Fantasy football. The reason I want to talk about it is because... How about Keenan Allen? Earlier in the year, if y'all listened to one of my podcasts, I said you're going to get the old man value on Keenan Allen. Which I meant... You're going to get Keenan Allen extremely lower than where you should actually get him because he's old. Look at what he's doing right now. Third in the league in yards with 402. Dude is balling. Balling right now. How many receptions he got? 32 receptions. Does that lead the league? Yes, it does. He leads the league in receptions, and he's third in yards. And he got two tutties. You got two tutties. You know, oh, I like it. Who else are we going to talk about? My man, Adam Thielen. I got him, like, last pick in my drafts. This dude's balling right now. He's a veteran receiver that can play. It's a beast. There's a couple other guys out there that you're probably like, man, he's not doing good right now. Don't worry about him. You know, like I said, it's week three. Your fantasy players are going to be okay. Your fantasy players are going to be okay. But as as for your quarterbacks, I I really don't know what is going on with Justin Fields. I really don't know what's going on with Lamar. And Joe Burrow, you're hurt. So if you guys got one of them guys that's quarterback, do what you can to train them. Because you might might get good value for them. They might not be better the rest of the year. Lamar should be. Because they got that offense they got to work on. But Joe Burrow looks hurt. If you watched him last night, it looks like he can't throw a ball over 20 yards, and he can't leave the pocket. So if they're going to play a good team, it's going to be tough for them. It's going to be tough for them. But other than that, guys, we're going to have more podcasts coming up this week. We'll have our picks for the week coming up. And uh, we might start diving into a little bit of a, uh, a short podcast for college football. Give you our picks because we haven't done them yet this year. And we'll be back. So, guys, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you got to laugh. Hope you learned something. Uh, please like, share, comment. And we appreciate it. Later, guys. <laughs>